And now for something completely different. Forget everything you've been told by others before. Get ready for the real deal. The full story. Real talk about money, markets, life. Now, it's The Real Investment Show. Presented by RIA Advisors. And the inmates are running the show. Welcome to Financial Fitness Friday, everybody. I'm Rich Rosso, CFP, here with... Danny Ratliff, also certified financial planner, certified financial planners squared, if you will. So we appreciate you being here. Uh, futures are relatively flat this morning. There's a lot of data coming out today. What uh, is especially going to be important is average hourly earnings. As Powell moves away from his transitory talk to more permitory when it comes to inflation, wages tend to be sticky. So we're looking at anywhere from 5% expected, 4.9% was in October. <clears throat> Still not really keeping up with the real rate of inflation versus CPI because everything is pretty much up double digits. So, Danny, you know, as we, that's going to be, I think, the big indicator for next year. Where does wage growth go? At the labor force participation rate, I don't even think you were, you might have been in diapers the last time it was at 61.6%. <clears throat> so um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the labor force participation rate next year. So we talked about this on the show last year, how inflation was probably going to be a little bit longer. And what did we do? We raised the overall level of inflation on all our plans, right? to about 2.5%. In other words, we look at inflation here on a goal-by-goal basis, whether it's healthcare, new car, whatever it is. But there's a general run rate, and that's 2%, and we changed it to 2.5. Well, the OECD expects inflation to be above the U.S. Federal Reserve's 2% target at 2.5% 2023. We we nailed it, Danny. We just have to prepare clients better for what might be some, maybe not transitory, maybe not structural, something in between, because we know when Mondelez raises the price on Oreos, they don't go ahead and lower them again. Well, they also start taking them out of the package as well. <laughs> they, so you they have make fewer them smaller. Fewer. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that is an interesting point. So we, we've discussed how it is so important to attach some type of inflation rate to different types of goals. And so you know, looking at a financial plan, an impact from actually 2% to 2.5% can be rather significant. Absolutely. So we actually need to see some type of wage growth that is sustainable for this to really have some legs, I think. If not, you know, we're going to see some some bigger issues when the Fed does begin to raise interest rates. There's going to be other problems that will be associated with that move, which we've seen already. Right. And, and we know the supply chain issues will work themselves out, and we will see inflation on certain goods drop off. However, as a piece I wrote a, f a few weeks ago, um, Michael's written, Michael Leibowitz, a lot on inflation. Um, I just think that we're setting up ourselves up for more of a headwind, especially with energy prices as our infrastructure. Ironically, as the weather gets uh, more unstable, whether it's you know a global situation or not, global warming or whatever it is, or there's some form of climate change that's happening where weather is changing. You actually need more dependable energy source, and we seem to be in our own way. So you're going to see higher prices in items, and of course, once wages go up, though, that's what we call the sticky inflation. So that's going to be interesting to see. Now we see a lot of companies moving more toward technology. I think Denny's has got like a new pancake flipping robot. I'd like oh, to see wow. that if he's wearing a little cap. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's has got a burger flipping. Uh, no, I think Denny's was a server. Electronic servers. So that'll be that'll be interesting to see. Companies are going to learn to adjust with this. They have to maintain their margins. Um, unfortunately, I did have an idea that didn't go over well because Michael Witnisky, who runs Dollar Tree, you know, now they're not Dollar Tree. They're dollar twenty-five tree, ah. uh, but I said that he should have it as a dollar twenty-three tree, and they don't email me anymore uh, because it just rhymes better. 
$1.23 tree. Did did he fire his marketing department upon receiving the email? No, but he sent me a death threat, I think. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So, interesting story. Dollar General, um, they're based out of Tennessee. They're going to open 1,000 new stores. But these are going to be for the wealthier suburban shoppers. So, is it really Dollar General? Is it Dollar Four Star General? So how how do you change your, your I don't know. It's called, and I'm interested to see this. Other is other it like places. five and five below? Because it's going to be called Pop Shelf. Yeah, and they're going to have thirty Pop Shelf stores in six states, and they're going to have. I mean, again, so I don't know how they go from this, and then they raise it. See, that's their way of coming around the inflation curve. Like we're going to put this for wealthier. We're going to put this in suburban places. And we can't really call it Dollar General. We're going to call it Pop Shelf. And the goods will be, I don't know what the price points are. What do you think, Brent? Brent's like, I'm not going to Pop Shelf I'm, unless they sell actually, See, they have ice cream pops. It's I'm like not. the difference between Chevrolets and Cadillacs. <clears throat> it's the same stuff. They're just going to Well, that's what I think. They'll just, yeah. yeah, they'll mark it up or they'll just have a little bit of a higher grade of stuff. Yeah. Because the stores do look a little bit better. Um, but I mean, I just don't know how these dollar generals, but dollar 23 tree, Michael should have taken me up on that offer. Seems like it makes a lot of sense. So inflation is definitely something to watch. Obviously markets have been okay with it because, Hey, when's the last time most major corporations or businesses for that matter, when have they have had pricing power, except so let's take Apple out of the equation because people freak out, right? They, yeah. Or Starbucks, they're going to spend $10 on a cup of rancid coffee. So, but when have really overall have companies had pricing power? Well, like well they, they haven't, but we've seen kind of the writing on the wall for a while in the sense that we've seen, you know, new cars used to be 60 months was like a long, long time for you to finance something. Then it went to 72. Now you can find 10 year financing. And so they're finding more creative ways for people to be able to actually still afford a much pricier product, which I think comes back and bites you in the rear end later down the road in a, in a couple of different ways. You know, when you when you do need to sell a vehicle, when you do need to go purchase something else, um, you're going to want to hold on to things much longer, I think. You will. And so maybe you don't have that that turnover. Now, they've created this revenue stream, which I think is going to be beneficial for them. But you're not going to see the turnover that you once had. At least that's what I think. I, I think that may be one of the, the, the downfalls that we see with some of these moves that are being made now. So this pop shelf is going to be looking to target customers. Women who live in suburban areas have an annual household income. That ranges from 50,000 to 125,000, roughly 9,000 square feet. And they'll have home goods, seasonal decor, party supplies, velvet pictures of Elvis. No, that's okay. Uh, oh, 90% of the merchandise will be $5 or less. See, everything's going to five below. Yeah. Well, this is great. This gives me something new to use with Michelle well, we because should... I give her such a hard time. Anytime we pass a dollar journal, I'm like, look, we could live here. And... <laughs> You know, she almost drives me off the road, but uh, yeah. So this will be this will be something new I can put in my arsenal with her. Now that would be a sitcom, moving into a Dollar General. I don't mean moving into it, but being near one. Hold on, now. well, that that would be. We're gonna we're gonna create a new store called the Ten Pen. We're gonna open that. It's just gonna be goods that are ten dollars and below. I like it. Yeah, you like that? Friends like yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. I really like that a lot. We get back. We're going to talk about Social Security. Will it be here for you? Yes, Lance. We think it will. Yes, Lance. There is a Santa Claus. We'll be right back. news you can use. Delivered at the speed of the internet at realinvestmentadvice.com. Don't let 2022 be a repeat of the past year. Join Danny Ratliff and Richard Rosso for their essential smart money tips for the new year candid coffee event on Saturday, January 15th. You'll learn the landmines to avoid, tax advantages we see, and money tips you need to know in the new year. 
Register now for our next Candid Coffee at realinvestmentadvice.com. Candid Coffee with Ratliff and Rosso, realinvestmentadvice.com. Hi, Lance Roberts here. If you're like most people, your 401k plan represents the bulk of your retirement assets. And unfortunately for many, managing your 401k plan can be difficult. There's so many choices, so many things to consider. With just a quick email, a couple of questions, you can put RIA advisors to work for you managing your 401k plan. Get started right now at the website, realinvestmentadvice.com, or simply call our toll-free number, 855-RIA-PLAN, or again, simply online at realinvestmentadvice.com. Small businesses are discovering that attracting and retaining top talent come down to more than just salary. In today's highly competitive job market, compensation is more than just wages. Hi, I'm Tom Allen. RIA Advisors Retirement Plan Consultant. Healthcare and retirement plans can make the difference in hiring and retaining the best employees. We can show you how to build an affordable, effective employment package that delivers true value for your workers and your business. Call me toll-free at 855-RIA-PLAN or online at realinvestmentadvice.com. And now, another page from the Real Investment Advisors Investing Manifesto. Bulls win in bull markets. Bears win in bear markets. Eagles soar above and take advantage of opportunity. Let us help you soar as you reach your financial goals with RIA Advisors. Neither bull nor bear. RIA Advisors. 281-501-1791 or online at realinvestmentadvice.com. The Real Investment Show. Talking about inflation, we're going to have a nice Social Security adjustment, cost of living adjustment, 5.9%, but your Medicare Part Premium is going up 14, Part B Premium is going up 14.3%. What are you going to do? Well, one thing that we talk about a lot is demographics, right? You need people. You need people to continue an economy. It's the lifeblood of it. So... When Pew Research Survey found that a growing share of U.S. adults don't want kids. Their reasons range from not wanting to have kids, from just wanting to, the concerns about finances, that's always been mine. Oh, and climate change, because, you know, the planet may not be here. Um, around 44% of non-parents aged 18 to 49 say they don't plan to have children in the future. That's an increase of 7%, or 7% percentage points from the 37% who said that this said the same in a 2018 survey. 74% of adults younger than 50 who are already parents say they are unlikely to have more kids. There's a baby dearth, Danny, not in your house, but Japan and China, U.S., this is a problem. And to Lance's point, that is a valid issue when it comes to how many people you need to be working to pay for an aging demographic in Social Security. Don't you think? Yeah, well, it used to be we had so many workers for like 16 for every one one worker, you know, or, or one retiree, excuse me. And so now those numbers have shifted dramatically, and it's going to continue if this trend, you know, is is going to be continue to be a problem. I mean, you've seen China. They used to have a uh, basically a moratorium on how many children you could have. And... Now they've they've stepped back from that because they see the problem that it the social problems that it's 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 occurring from this right right and so I think that you know I don't know what gives here because it is right I mean I think about it all the time all the things we want to do and then I think oh well okay one two three wait no four five it, it all adds up right and so it's extremely difficult for people to be able to stomach the cost and especially as people are becoming more and more aware about their finances which is a great thing. The it's, climate change excuse really gets me, though. Is that, yeah, how crazy is that? I just don't want to bring people. I read this story, you know, because Pew Research had a whole study. It's like, I don't want to bring someone into this world is on fire. Well, I don't know if you're where you're, you know, the hospital isn't. I mean, it, yeah. you know, that part of it, maybe some people shouldn't have children. I totally understand. 
I understand the finances for it, right? How much does it cost to put a child through college? Like Haley's tuition at Emory, $72,000 a year. Wow. And, I'm, and, and she got a, thank goodness she got a free ride, even though I saved for college, right? Yeah. I'm like, how do, how do people do this, right? So if you had three kids, four kids, whatever it is, and you got to put them all through college and feed them and clothe them. I mean, look at the, I mean, I think it's, it was definitely worth it to have a child, but I can see how people say, listen, I, I can't do it. Or, you know, it restrains from my freedom to do other things like be on Decentraland, you know, to be on social media and be on TikTok, you know, filming videos of me getting in and out of a car or something, you know, it really is the important stuff. Well, but that's a great example of, of easy money and some of the, the, the downfalls because of it. And so those are going to be continue to be issues. And it's right. People are having to think about, OK, where do I you know, what do I envision my life to look like? Where I think in the past it was just kind of expected. People are going to have children. This is how it goes. Mm-hmm. And now people are saying, whoa, I mean, this is a lot more expensive than than what I thought. And you see other people in the, uh, the, the strains that can put on on families, the uh, financial burdens. It's it's. I mean, hey, I'm not going to per- shy away from it or, you know, tell somebody not to go have children by any means. But, I mean, think about this. Your your clients who don't have any kids, hey, they got a lot more money, don't they? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they're, they're able to sock I, away I quite a bit you, more. To your point, there is a very marked difference in the dollars <laughs> of single couples. <laughs> well, you're able to you're able to save on uh, things and, and, and do things a little bit differently, right? And And that's the thing. I think, you know even with with the children we have and i think we're pretty frugal with how we live and things we do it's still uh you know i look back you're looking at a monthly budget like whoa man i mean just just the simple things have become so much more expensive oh you want to play in a soccer league or basketball baseball Oh, because you're going to be in all of that right yeah it's what's that cost uh, it's not cheap dance lessons piano lessons but it's not Uh, just that it's the all the the other things that you add on to it, mm-hmm. right? Oh, wait. Oh, you need a you need new shoes. You need a bat. You need a glove. You need it starts adding up extremely quickly. And most mm-hmm. people aren't budgeting for those, you know, the extraneous items. And so I think for the normal household, that can be that can weigh on it. Now I don't think most people are thinking about those little things mm-hmm. when they're having kids, but they do see the numbers that are put out that says, oh, each child is two hundred fifty thousand dollars until college, right? Until college. Yeah. So I mean, I think you could put a price tag on it that's probably much more. Yeah, and listen, you can't you can't put a dollar value on the benefit, the internal benefit of having children, but it is a luxury. Heck, having pets today is a luxury. Every time you go to the vet, it's two hundred bucks. I mean, everything today, um, it's tough. So you're seeing demographics decline. That is an issue for Social Security, um, and there is a focus finally on it. Um, Social Security. There is this. Um, New act that was introduced, Rep. Al Lawson out of Florida introduced H.R. 5737, Social Security for Future Generations Act of 2021, all except for Lance Roberts. He just added that in. So something we talked about, Danny, the proposal is to call for earnings above 250000 to be subject to Social Security tax, right? So we look at the, the uh, maximum taxable wage base, and next year going to be 147000 It rises with inflation. And it would be 250000 in 2037, but there's talk to accelerate that. Frankly, I don't, I don't understand why they just probably, listen, we don't have a payroll cap. Yeah, you, you would think they do I, that. I, that. You would think that that would be something that they would just literally you know, take I, away. I, I don't have a whole lot of confidence that this is going to get through to begin with. It's just like many other bills, they're <laughs> great ideas, but... Typically, there's not a whole lot of follow through. He's been trying to get something done for the last five years. I know. He's had a few acts out there uh, to do that. But they want to change the index used in the COLA to CPIE versus W. Which I think is great. There is. What's interesting, though, through the pandemic, it was better off for an older American to use CPI-W than E. So go figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Reconfiguring how you look at the minimum PIA, uh, alternative benefit for surviving spouses. All of this, Social Security actuary said this bill, if passed, would extend the trust fund depletion date by 10 years to 2044. Listen, we talk about this all the time. Yes, there's a demographic issue. Yes, Social Security needs to be fixed. 
they are relatively minor fixes right now. Raising the full retirement age. Go back to the, 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 the mortality tables. Look at the fact that maybe 67, we just make it 68. You mm-hmm. take the delayed retirement credit from 70 to 72. Uh, you take some of the cap off the payroll tax. You're fine. Yeah. Social Security is fine. What fixes uh, it? It's, it's it, a it, very it's, fast fix if you can do these little things. Now, for most people, they're going to mm-hmm. say, hey, I, I'm, not, I'm not on board with this. I've been paying in for this this whole time. I want my money. And the issue will be is that people close to retirement will not be impacted by this. But it's going to be the people who are my age, uh, you know, and younger really mm-hmm. is where I think that you're going to see that change. I'm not sure exactly where they're going to draw the line. They've, they've historically talked about, you know, the age 50. Uh, we've heard 55 thrown out there. I think right. 50 is probably more feasible. You have a little bit more time to a little longer runway to, to make adjustments and change and save more. But I don't know, Rich. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's surprising. We keep seeing and we hear about the, the labor force participation rate, the demographic, especially amongst those like 65 and older has been increasing, but you know, most people are still retiring at, at a younger age, like 63, I think is the average age. So how does that Lance is an actuary now? Cause he says we've repeatedly increased tax rates, pushed retirement ages, and it solves a problem for about three years. Uh, Hmm. Not sure about that. Now, again, I think to Lance's point, demographics is a big part of this. So if you just get more people working and paying in, that would help. Now, I don't know how to solve that problem, whether you want some sort of intelligent immigration. The point is, if you're retiring today, you're retiring within five years, you're retiring within 10 years, Social Security is going to be there for you. Okay? We have to help you plan properly for it. I don't have a Lance Roberts calculator that goes, you're screwed, and just gets printed out on a page for Social Security maximization. Um, so that's, <laughs> can you imagine the Lance Roberts Social Security Maximization Program? What that would look like? It's one page. You're effed. <laughs> Move on. Most people depend on it. We've got some new stats, Danny, you'll see in the retirement right lane class. And it's devastating. Yeah. Surprisingly devastating how many older Americans depend on Social Security. Well, we know the numbers, and that's why, you know, I mean, I know there, there could be a looming cut. But how devastating will that be to most households when you think about more than half of retirees rely on it for more than half of their income? Well, before they take it away, I'm going to call Mrs. Roberts. We're going to create the Lance Roberts tent city in his, on his palatial estate, and we're going to have all these tents up. For all the people that are off Social Security now and need to be home. Ha- You're assuming that we can all make it past the moat? We, we would. We would alligators, well, right? That's part yeah. of the infrastructure okay. bill that okay. Biden is passing. Great, Put great. A, but, you know, the Social bridge Security over Lance's moat. Yeah. May, not be, may not look exactly how it looks, but at some point mm-hmm. there's going to be some type of other social program that's going to provide income. There's not going to be a way that they're going to be able to yeah, and Lance, eliminate this. And Lance says, you know, we're going to continue, you know, not saying it won't get their welfare check. <laughs> he's, he's comparing Social Security to welfare now. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> it's a function of ha- continuing to issue debt. Well, of course, Lance. We, we love debt. I heart debt. I got you that shirt for Christmas. We'll be right back with more about Social Security and Medicare and all kinds of fun stuff as Lance trolls YouTube here on Financial Fitness Friday. Advice blog. It's required reading for the informed investor. Catch it today at realinvestmentadvice.com. Don't let 2022 be a repeat of the past year. Join Danny Ratliff and Richard Rosso for their essential smart money tips for the new year candid coffee event on Saturday, January 15th. You'll learn the landmines to avoid, tax advantages we see, and money tips you need to know in the new year. Register now for our next Candid Coffee at realinvestmentadvice.com. Candid Coffee with Ratliff and Rosso, realinvestmentadvice.com.
Have the market's gyrations made you nervous? If so, it's because you have more risk in your portfolio than you realize. It's time to reevaluate your long-term investing strategy with RIA Advisors. Our disciplined approach can help eliminate unnecessary risk. We do that by having both a buy and sell discipline. Does your advisor do that? If you think it's time to work with an advisor who puts your interests first, it's time for real investment advice. RIA Advisors, 855-RIA-PLAN, riaadvisors.com. And now, another page from the Real Investment Advisors Investing Manifesto. A passive investment portfolio requires active risk management. It's not a choice, it's necessity. Diversification doesn't protect against risk of loss. Let us actively help you reach your financial goals with RIA Advisors. Neither bull nor bear. RIA Advisors, 281-501-1791 or online at realinvestmentadvice.com. Can't catch the whole show now? Listen to our podcast later at realinvestmentadvice.com. Going to test your math skills bright and early this morning. Driving into work, I'm going to give you a math question. Uh, today is my wife's 39th birthday for the 11th time. Awesome. Yeah, well, you know, everything's 39 is now the new 29. Yeah. And right. Happy birthday, dear. Love you. So do you have anything big planned? We're kind of getting to the point to where it's just like we just want to spend time together without our kids. So the Real Investment Show podcast. Same show, your schedule at realinvestmentadvice.com. Small businesses are discovering that attracting and retaining top talent come down to more than just salary. In today's highly competitive job market, compensation is more than just wages. Hi, I'm Tom Allen, RIA Advisors Retirement Plan Consultant. Healthcare and retirement plans can make the difference in hiring and retaining the best employees. We can show you how to build an affordable, effective employment package that delivers true value for your workers and your business. Call me toll-free at 855-RIA-PLAN or online at realinvestmentadvice.com. Real Investment Show podcasts are now available from Stitcher Smart Radio at Stitcher.com. Hi, Lance Roberts here. If you're like most people, your 401k plan represents the bulk of your retirement assets. And unfortunately for many, managing your 401k plan can be difficult. There's so many choices, so many things to consider. With just a quick email, a couple of questions, you can put RIA Advisors to work for you managing your 401k plan. It's a quick and easy application. Just simply click Ask a Question at realinvestmentadvice.com or give us a call at 855-RIA-PLAN. That's realinvestmentadvice.com. The Real Investment Show YouTube page has all of our videos ready for your easy access. From three minutes on markets and money to each day's radio shows, subscribe and bookmark our YouTube channel for The Real Investment Show. Or just click on the show links at realinvestmentadvice.com. Realinvestmentadvice.com. You're listening to The Real Investment Show. <laughs> say a little edgy over the headwinds we might see next year number one thankfully because of the fed that's right they may be i heard bob doll yesterday who's like permable share concerns and he was talking about how the fed might be behind the eight ball and of course i'm always talking to the tv i'm like nope mm -mm, sherlock yeah, well, the Fed, the, I we mean, should check your eight ball. I don't even. I, my magic eight your ball magic says eight ball. yes. Yeah. We're having trouble next year. <laughs> so my magic eight ball is pretty good, guys. I'm going to tell you. Um, so, uh, but if you haven't signed up for, say, our daily commentary, where Lance will get it to you or Mike will get this information to you about what you need to know for today, and what I like about the daily commentary, it is right to the point. There's not a lot of junk in it. It's yeah, like here's what's going on. Here's what you need to know. Go have your coffee, kiss your wife or your husband. Go have a nice day. It's very concise. You know, I think it's a, a pretty quick read, but it's full of a lot of great information about what's happening now and what, what should we all be aware of. So definitely, like Rich mentioned, uh, go by the website, realinvestmentadvice.com, and, and make sure you sign up for the daily commentary. It's a, great, it's a great resource. Now, I want to tell you, I may not be here next week because I just wrote some, on the way here, I wrote some lyrics. Uh, and I think Luke Bryan is going to pick them up. So not only am I going to get paid, I'm going to get royalties. This is a lot of so hype gotta, coming right so you here. you got to tell me. I wrote this in like two minutes, okay? Because that's how you can write a Luke Bryan song in like two minutes, right? Because <laughs> you just have to have a truck, a sundress, and whiskey or whatever, right? So here we go. Can't fill the truck. Just my luck. I ain't got a dollar left. My gas tank dry. I can cry. I have no one to call. Making fuel out of rubbing alcohol. 
My girl has no beard, just a shabby old sundress. Oh, what a pain, this damn supply chain mess. The whiskey is strong, the wind is hot. Jackson's Toyota has no cars on the lot. Fill the truck with my last buck. A drop won't get you far these days. I hit the gas, my truck won't move. Even my tractor's got no groove. My tire's bald, no rubber to be sold. My girl in the cornfield tried to call, but she's too busy making ethanol. Oh, my wallet. Oh, my nation. Without hesitation, my truck is stalled at inflation station. Thank you, Luke Bryan. You will be buying this for me. I wrote that in 1.5 minutes. I think you have something there. I th- <laughs> Look. Add the sundress. Right? I just had to throw in the truck. A little bit of whiskey. Jackson's Toyota, whoever that is. No trucks on the lot. What do you think there, uh... You, le- you left out the dog. Brent's my manager. Oh, yeah. You got to work a dog in there somewhere on the porch. Yeah. yeah. His tongue is hanging like when I'm, I'll, you know, yeah. again, I think for too close to two minutes work, I think I did pretty yeah, good. Pretty good. Very old, impressive. Big old hound. Is what hey, Terry, yeah. keep your day job. <laughs> listen, this might be my, listen, two minutes. <laughs> the inflation blues. And Luke Bryan can add some tunes to it. You ever hear some of that stuff? All you need is one hit. All you need is That's one it. hit. Just one. One hit, one sundress. One pair of boots, yep. you're done. Right? Like Beth Dutton on Yellowstone. Catch Yellowstone. Hey, a uh, recent Magnify Money survey set out to identify what a dream retirement looks like. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But most consumers surveyed expect to be retired in debt. Listen, this is nothing new, John. Right. Right? There's a way to do it, uh, especially for people that may look to make this decision to pay off their house. Right? depending on the interest rate they have. Do I want to be cash poor? So keep that in mind. So 46, here's some of the key findings of this. 46% of Americans think they'll retire in debt. I think that's fairly reasonable. Mm -hmm. From a lot of studies I've seen, it's been at least 50 or a little over 50% of retirees. Because listen, time runs out. You have to retire. It's now what kind of debt do you have? Right? Is it credit card debt or is it mortgage debt? If I were to move, right, how much would I pay in rent? So I'm probably going to have a mortgage payment, especially if I've refinanced multiple times. So I'm not sure that's such a bad, you know, a bad situation. It's how much debt that you have. So I just think it's more of a reality. Years ago, like my grandparents, they would have never retired with debt, right? It was, right. well, they never used debt. How many people actually used well, and now it's so mainstream, right? And it's right. just so, and to your point is, you know, how manageable is that debt? You know, and, you know, there are a lot of folks that we talk with that and, and work with that, that use credit cards, but they use them in the right way, right? They they absolutely do. They use it for their, their regular expenses and they track their expenses. Maybe they're earning points or, or travel rewards or whatever that may be, but then they pay that balance off, you know, every single month. They don't, they don't have a running balance on it. So they actually use it as a tool and it actually helps them budget and track their expenses. So that, to your point, there's a difference between debt that's manageable and, and not. Big difference. Absolutely. I mean, you can as a retiree. Plus, it keeps your credit score active. Sure. Um, and there's nothing wrong with having a decent credit score through retirement because you might want to take on debt. If you're going to leverage possibly low rates, or is this the time of where low rates are going away, um, they may just be going away temporarily, right? Because we looked at where wage growth is. So you're averaging about 4.9%. You're about 1.5% below cost of living. And that's just on the CPI. I just mentioned that Mondelez was gonna raise prices by 7%. How much has gas gone up? How much is uh, dairy, meat, right? So um, people understand that you know, eventually rates might go lower again, even though we're in a temporary, hey, they got to move uh, on the Fed side. So having debt, depending on the debt, may not be a bad idea. Leveraging credit cards to get points and so forth, great idea, Sure, right? So the 46% of Americans think they're retiring debt. Now, at the same time, 54% have no plans to work with a financial plan or a retirement specialist on their retirement goals. How dare you? Now, I can sort of understand it because if you're working with... Maybe if you're working with a traditional broker, I don't know how how well your goals are going to be assessed as opposed to, hey, I'm just trying to sell product. But to actually get a comprehensive financial plan, right, John? Figuring out what your goals are, what your needs are, what your wants are, what your wishes are, 
to get a really good feel of the prep that you need. That's right. And, and through that plan, too, you can also determine just, you know, really at the end of the day, what's the rate of return that your assets need to make over time mm -hmm. for your plan to be successful? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we meet with folks and they think they have to try to beat the market every year. We, we need to take the risk that's necessary to try to outperform the S&P 500 every year. And that may not be the case. And through, the, through a comprehensive plan where you plan for that next chapter of your life, mm -hmm. you may find out that your rate of return is much less than that. You have a very reasonable rate of return. Figure out what is your hurdle rate? What is the rate of return that you need to make over time for your plan to be successful? No, that's true. When you right. think about it, people might say, hey, I, I want to look to beat the S&P. And even if they do, they're not really looking on the downside or the risk they're taking to get exactly. it. And that's so important. So you do, to John's point, you do need to know that. So I think a lot of people or retirees may not work with a planner. It's not because they're, they don't want to. I think they're afraid to because it is a, it does bring everything to the surface, right? Oh, it does. And there, we're all, it's, it's, it's an emotional process, mm -hmm. right? And that's how we are as humans. And that, that's just how we're wired. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you, you know, sometimes it's easy to say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to log into my accounts today. I don't want to look at it because it does bring that sense of reality. Or, you know what? Hey, I really need to look at a budget, but I already know what the answer is. I already know I need to maybe trim back some of my expenses or, or, or make some alterations to, mm -hmm. to you know, how much I'm saving. I know it's there in my mind. I know I need to make those changes. But if I don't see it on paper or if somebody really doesn't mention it to me, you know, I'm, maybe I'm not going to take it as seriously as maybe it's not that reality, but I know I need to make some changes. I know I need to do something different. So maybe that's going to keep me from going and sitting down with somebody because, you know, Rich, you're going to tell me, hey, John, you need to make some changes for this to work. Right. And that's, that's when right. it becomes reality. Yeah. It's emotional. Absolutely. And Joseph Williams on YouTube says, well, listen, hey, even if you pay off the mortgage, taxes or insurance are as much. Oh, right. I, I mean, you have a mortgage payment whether you want it or not. It right. just may not be debt. And I do think that you should go into retirement as debt-free as possible. Like a lot of times we recommend people say, hey, listen, you got some big jobs you want to do in the house, right? You want to put in a new patio. You want to get the house ready to, to maybe age in place. Uh, you need to replace the air conditioner. Do it. Do it before you retire. Get a lot of this stuff out of the way. Um, so you want to go into or launch into retirement as financially successful as you can. And that means taking on much less debt. But in reality, it's just not working that way. Yeah. Just how people are wired. Now, this is pretty funny. Maybe this is where you're seeing the, 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 um, the heat of crypto, right? I can be a crypto millionaire and get out of this thing and retire early because nearly 30% of millennials and Gen Zs want to retire before they turn 50. And more women want to retire before 50 than men. I can hear Lance. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Like that crazy, like Joker laugh. Yeah, but maybe they're not living in a house. You know, there's van We're going to talk about how their lifestyle is compared to baby life. boomers. Yes. Hey, you know, a blonde and a brunette are in a car and the brunette mentions that Christmas falls on a Friday this year. And the blonde says, I hope it's not the 13th. Bada bing. That was a dad joke from Dad Brent Clanton this morning. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk more about this and some more of the year-end smart money moves that you should make. There's still time here on Financial Fitness Friday. We'll be right back. Get daily investment news you can use. Delivered at the speed of the internet at realinvestmentadvice.com. Don't let 2022 be a repeat of the past year. Join Danny Ratliff and Richard Rosso for their essential smart money tips for the new year candid coffee event on Saturday, January 15th. You'll learn the landmines to avoid, tax advantages we see, and money tips you need to know in the new year. Register now for our next Candid Coffee at realinvestmentadvice.com. Candid Coffee with Ratliff and Rosso, realinvestmentadvice.com. Do you know what you don't know when hiring and retaining quality employees? Compensation is more than just wages. It's personal time off. The vacation days, healthcare benefits, a 401k. Do you know what's important to them? Hi, I'm Tom Allen, RIA Advisors Retirement Plan Consultant. Let us show you how to make the most of an affordable, effective package that will deliver true value for your business and your employees. 
Call me toll-free at 855-RIA-PLAN or online at realinvestmentadvice.com. Hi, Lance Roberts here. If you're like most people, your 401k plan represents the bulk of your retirement assets. And unfortunately for many, managing your 401k plan can be difficult. There's so many choices, so many things to consider. With just a quick email, a couple of questions, you can put RIA Advisors to work for you managing your 401k plan. Get started right now at the website, realinvestmentadvice.com, or simply call our toll-free number, 855-RIA-PLAN, simply online at realinvestmentadvice.com. And now, another page from the Real Investment Advisors Investing Manifesto. Manage risk and volatility rather than trying to manage gains. You don't have to be right all the time. Long-term investing success is a 70% gain. Let us help you reach your financial goals with RIA Advisors. Neither bull nor bear. RIA Advisors. 281-501-1791 or online at realinvestmentadvice.com. The Real Investment Show. Now, JP on YouTube, because we do have a YouTube channel. Join the conversation. We have a lot of fun. Lance trolls us. We troll Lance. We troll Lance. It's all out of love. It's all out of love. Um, so JP says, you know, he took care of his dad. Yeah. Now, you just cannot assume. Well, first of all, we talked about the baby dearth. So not going to be enough kids to take care of you. But I have people that'll come to me and go, well, my kids are going to take care of me. I'm like, well, did you have the talk with them about it? No. No, that's what I had them for. <laughs> yeah, I had them to take care of me. I, my total, my, my definition of it and how I look at it, I can't. I mean, I don't, yeah. want, my, I don't want my daughter to, I don't want to interrupt her life. That's more painful to me. That's why I have it. Well, if you've ever but seen somebody. But there are people that just flippantly say, my yeah. kids are going to take care of me. And well, do you really... Do you really know that? If you've ever seen the stress, though, and the impact it, it, it has on a family. On a caregiver. I think oh, you, my gosh. Caregivers, yes. Yeah, you, you would change your mind pretty quickly on that. I mean, I saw that with my grandfather lived to 99, and he had long-term care. He had um, the Well, you know, but he had the homies in the wheelchair chasing women. I mean, you know, it would have been tough for yeah. you to. Well, but, but the issue is, I mean, it goes so much deeper <laughs> than some things. I mean, you, you need somebody around the clock, and so now you're, you know, you're, you're actually a manager. You're, yep. sched, you're a scheduling manager. You're calling people and wait this person can't be there now you're hr and you're doing so many different you're wearing all these different hats and it is difficult and then if you have a, a non-indemnity plan it's great but what if you have to go in and do you know get all the receipts send them off and beg for them to actually pay you know from a long-term care perspective this is tough i mean it is there's so many moving parts with this that i think people uh take for granted when you do have a really good plan or you have you have something set up and i just know i don't want to put that burden on my kids they, they don't realize it's a full-time job. It is. It is. It is absolutely a full-time job. And you know, you're typically when these events occur, and they can happen at any time. But you know, when they do, a lot of times you have kids that are still working. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a life of their well, own. They have they have their own kids or grandkids they're working with. We talk and to them all the time, every day. The stress I you have, you have P, uh, children that are taking care of their children and their parents. Those people do not need to be convinced that they need a long-term care plan of some kind. They are like, please sign me up for whatever long-term care plan I need because they finally get it. And then the children who have parents that did look forward and bought insurance and it worked, they're thankful that it's there. Yeah. So as we all live longer, Children are finally getting firsthand view of how important it is to plan for long-term care because you're you have more you're more apt to have some form of long-term disability or not being able to perform activities of daily living than you are dying. Look at people who have dementia, like my friend Johnny Crawford from The Rifleman. Mm -hmm. Right, he lived ten years um, with dementia in a home, very expensive. That's right. Um, he Especially physically to be was, he, you know, it was just with COVID and everything else. I didn't even get a chance to see him because I was going to go out there in L to L.A. during that whole period with COVID. Um, but he was physically fine for a long time. Yeah. This is ex imagine if you're a caregiver or you have to pay for that service. So not to keep beating this uh, long term care horse, but 
it's important to think about it. Now, Medicare, shifting gears here a little bit. So talk. let's talk a little bit about Medicare Part B premiums for next year, Danny. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing a pretty significant increase. You go from, mm-hmm. uh, what is it, 140 50 right now or 60 to 170 10 mm-hmm. That's a pretty substantial jump. And so everybody was really, you know, screaming from the rooftops that Social Security is giving us great COLA cost of living adjustment. And then we see the Medicare adjustment come out right after that, like womp womp. But it'll, it'll be good because it's on a much larger amount. However, um, you know, we are seeing healthcare cost increase. You know, we talked earlier in the show about, you know, having kind of segmenting each different goal or line item that you're going to have as an expense and associating a different <clears throat> inflation rate with it. Well, this is where it's important. Right? Yes, but here's my concern. So our inflation rate right now from the Kaiser Foundation for Medicare premiums is roughly about 5.3%. Mm-hmm. Now with this 14.5% jump, I have to see if this is an anomaly or it continues for me to adjust it in the plans. Not sure yet. Yeah. But you have rising prices and utilization across healthcare systems. That drives higher premiums year over year. Um, lower the increase in, um, what is this, uh, additional contingency reserves. Also, obviously, there's this new Alzheimer's drug, <clears throat> Adulam, that, and, and, and then this is where people go, wait a minute, why is the cost of this drug in Part B? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't that be a Part D? Yeah increase, but there is administration and so forth um, and projections that would go into the Part B, physician services and so forth. So that's really another reason why you're seeing an increase in premium. The, the lesson here for people is to understand is Medicare is still the best deal compared to going on to the marketplace. Yeah. But prices go up dramatically. It's a bit of a sticker shock. Um, You've got to plan for those, and you've got to make sure that the inflation rate you're using in your plan, in pl- your plans are accurate. Um, that takes some study analysis from different sources that I use, like the Atlanta Fed and Kaiser Foundation, which is a great source of healthcare information, yep. especially trends in healthcare spending. Well, it's not just Medicare that's seen increases. <clears throat> it's all across the board. I mean, we have clients that are under 65, they're seeing their plans are, are going up as yeah. well. So it's it's a it's an all-across-the-board deal here where we are seeing cost increase substantially and rather quickly. So we do have to be pretty nimble when it comes to mm-hmm. increasing you know, forecast for healthcare expenses. And I think that that's going to be probably key here in the future as we continue to see the pandemic. That, and that may be why, do you think this is why maybe we're seeing a, lot, a big push with Medicare Advantage? Absolutely. Got to be, right? Absolutely, because Medicare Advantage doesn't inhibit my cash flows. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. Now, if you don't have a problem. If I don't have a serious problem. Correct. Right? And I have to figure out, oh, my gosh. Now, Medicare Advantage is all-inclusive, right? William Shatner, Joe Namath, all JJ, Dynamite. (laughs) I'm going to get what I deserve, Dynamite. Um, Medicare Advantage is very lucrative, Mm-hmm. Um, covers everything, right? You get dental, you get vision, you get uh, you get uh, silver sneakers. I might get a Fitbit, whatever it is. So, oh, you have no premium, right? No deductibles. Joe Namath says no premium, no deductible. Joe Namath was the man. Let me tell you, he always had these. Forget it. Um, so, <clears throat> you know where I'm going. Uh, now he's on Medicare. So. Um, <laughs> it's hard for me. It's hard for me to see all my heroes touting Medicare. Yeah. Is he on what? Medicare or is he on Medicare Advantage? He, That's the key. Oh, do you he, think? Do you think oh, he practices? I would love what he to preaches? know. Yeah, I'm sure he's on Medicare Part B, uh, Medigap. He's, he's on the better. He's on the better yeah. stuff. I like when he goes. You're gonna get what you deserve. When he said that in the locker room in the '70s, it meant something totally different. Um, so it's just fun to watch him. I'm like, I want to tell you, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know who's going to be next in my, the stars that I love. Is Tom Selleck going to be promoting adult diapers? I don't know who's next. Who's next, Brent? Who's next to be touting stuff? Betty White? What? Who we got? Dolly on a tamale. No, Christy. If Christy Brinkley starts doing Medicare Advantage, I'm not even coming into the office anymore. I'm done. I am totally done. 
You'll get what you deserve. She, I mean, she's a freaking nature. I think she's close to 65 years old. And she could sell ice to an Eskimo. She sure can, but she better not sell Medicare Advantage because then I am done. TV's <laughs> going right out the window. Um, it's important to select the right insurance. And we, are, we do recommend Medigap, which pretty much resembles the kind of insurance you have at work. But Medicare Advantage, which is all-inclusive, a lot less expensive in the short term, unless maybe you do have a serious illness and you'll have much more out-of-pocket. But more and more people, you look at the Kaiser Foundation numbers on Medicare Advantage, Danny, the popularity continues to explode because it is much more cost-effective. People don't have the money. So if I have no deductible... And I'm, or I'm going to spend 400 bucks a year. I'll take that all day, Joe. Well, it, it, Danny we, Namath. We have seen those plans. They've adapted as well. It used to be only HMOs back in the day. We're seeing that now there's actually PPOs right. that are Medicare Advantage. So right. there are some, uh, some changes that are positive. And they're adding a lot area. of things. They're adding, you know, they have Teladoc. That became important. Yeah. Mental health services for, for seniors could be important, especially as people become more isolated because here's the other issue you have with saying, I'm going to have my children take care of me when I'm old. Well, what if you don't have any, right? Because we're seeing more and more single Mm -hmm. older Americans, divorced older Americans, Americans getting divorced later in life. So they're going to need some sort of caregiver service uh, out there. But Medicare Advantage is just easier on the wallet um, and it has a lot of stuff and a lot of bells and whistles. And listen, if I wasn't as schooled as I am in it, it, it looks attractive, it doesn't it? It could be very enticing. Yeah, absolutely. And so you just need to understand what you're getting versus, you know, and it, Medicare Advantage, let's face it, it is the easier option because it typically is that all-inclusive. And it does cover things that your original Medicare does not cover, right? right. Typically, I mean, not always, but we do see that it covers vision, dental, Almost all of them hearing. do, and, and you know... When it comes to original Medicare, we they don't they're not concerned about your teeth or your eyes. Yeah, so you're gonna have to go out and buy those. It's kind of the all yes. the cart type of strategy, but it is typically better from a big picture perspective. And God forbid something happens, you're gonna be thankful you have you, that you are. original Medicare. Listen, go to Real Investment Advice. We have all new articles there. Sign up for Lance's daily commentary. It gets into your mailbox. It's really succinct, right to the point about what you need to know. December 9th, sign up at Real Investment Advice for our long-term care and I will t- workshop. And I will tell you, we have a lot of exciting videos and workshops for next year. So stick with us in 2022. And I hope you all have a good weekend. We'll see you next week. Real Investment Show podcasts are now available on iTunes. Listen anyplace, anytime at iTunes.com. Don't let 2022 be a repeat of the past year. Join Danny Ratliff and Richard Rosso for their essential smart money tips for the new year candid coffee event on Saturday, January 15th. You'll learn the landmines to avoid, tax advantages we see, and money tips you need to know in the new year. Register now for our next Candid Coffee at realinvestmentadvice.com. Candid Coffee with Ratliff and Rosso, realinvestmentadvice.com. Get daily investment news you can use. Delivered at the speed of the internet. Sign up for the Real Investment Report now at realinvestmentadvice.com.